Warning, the content on this podcast is both highly adult and potentially enlightening. Please do not listen if you're not, I don't know, emotionally 25, physically 18. Thank you. Hi, I'm Vicky. And I'm Hannah. First of all, it's October, it's fall, and we're so excited to welcome you to Orgy Story, a narrative-based podcast about hosting, attending, and destigmatizing orgies. On today's show, we're telling you our orgy story, our origin orgy story, if you will, a party we attended last August that made us fall in love with orgies. It was the first one the three of us went to together. It made us say, we want to host this. We want to do this. Yes. And as always, comments, concerns, and your orgy tales can be sent to orgystorycast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Instagram at orgystory and call us 720-432-0557. We want to hear from you. Enjoy. Enjoy. This was not our first orgy. This was the best first orgy that we all went to together. It was honestly what made us think we want to host that. We want to even potentially do a podcast about that. Tagline for this orgy, a real basement burning man. Part one, how... Did we get to this orgy? Easily one of the most popular questions we've got from you all. Thank you, including shout out to our listeners in Iran. We went out on a date with a couple we enjoyed. We met them the way you meet people in 2018. An app, then a bar. We enjoyed them, hung out a few times, played. That's code for sex. They threw the occasional group bang, and this was one of those bangs. The logistics came via a carrier service. It sends you young, muscular lads. We were told to whip him five times to get the directions to the event. Kidding. It was an email. But can we put that in a footnote for future events? Can we do, like, 100%. Obviously, I'm going to need to add a few things alongside the whipping as well. The insurance on that service is going to be tough, but I'm ready. But it's so exclusive. Nope, we got an email. The email had rules, dates, and times, including our ability to bring a plus one, which was inspired by our request to come with our plus one. It's me. It is you. That's me. We had met the way you meet in 2017. (laughs) Correct. Early 2018, I believe, is when we met. The timelines, I'm not going to get into the timelines because of some pre-production discussions we had, but we had a friend, we met Hannah via the app, we had played, uh, you know, wanted to go together. I had met these friends who were the hosts of this party previously as well, and they had told me that they liked to host orgies, and I was like, I'm in. We like (laughs) to go to that. There's three of us, and this is our 
orgy story. Hannah stormed through our front door with a bag of alcohol and proclaimed, Happy Christmas, Harry! (laughs) (laughs) It felt like Christmas morning! I was in my Uber on the way to your house, and I was just like, this is like Christmas. This is akin to Christmas morning. And then I did one of you respond back to me and say, Happy Christmas, Ron! Happy Christmas. <laughs> that would have had to have been her. I, I do remember I, you yelling it. I remember thinking, she's here. Or <laughs> I, or I, yeah, I said probably ha- my happy Christmas Harry line. And then I was like, it's Christmas morning. <laughs> it, it was August. Yeah. This is also <laughs> while she was running around, pulling up her dress, showing off her crotchless panties. and <laughs> just, just so excited. I was very excited to wear those crotchless panties. I had just ordered them from a fun online store and it's it was a it was a fun little surprise for all of my future partners that night you know and this time I was also packing my bag I didn't know what to expect from this orgy so I brought all kinds of supplies including a bathrobe because you never know when you need a bathrobe a lot of people would later comment I wish I brought my robe and let's be honest here Vicky's robe is pretty sexy it's cheetah print and you wear nothing underneath it and it's I mean, it's a welcome addition to any orgy, if you ask me. Inspired by Janice from Friends. Uh, We were nervous. We were just having a pre, I guess what you'd call a pre-orgy drink. (laughs) It's not something, you don't get to use that phrase nearly enough. (laughs) We were super nervous. Why were we nervous? This is another great talking point. Shout out to our listeners in Canada. Well, I think there are a lot, a lot of reasons to be nervous, but one of them was we'd been to some group play sessions before where the people there were not what we would consider attractive. Yeah, not people we were interested in playing with is our our really HR term for it. We left. You and I had famously gone to a play session that just didn't have our our sort of genre age group. Yeah, and it's really hard to tell people that you're just not interested in playing with them at all, like anyone there. (laughs) So we told a bottle of vodka and left in a cab. (laughs) I was thinking a lot about, like, the logistics of the night. Like, how does playtime start? How do you start a conversation? I mean, obviously, I've been dating for however many years now. I I know how to flirt with people, but... I yeah you do. I was just <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Appreciate the validation. Yeah, I um was just worried about starting a conversation beyond just so we're at an orgy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like how do you? And turns out we'll get into this later. And it turns turn- out that actually is a great conversation starter. Like. So why are you at an orgy? Unlike me, who's terrible at flirting and kept using the same line of, hey, we're all here for the book club, right? <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, you didn't use that line on me. <laughs> well, I already know you. <laughs> I got a chuckle out of it a few times. I was in. <laughs> Sold the bit. There's so many reasons. Obviously, this uh, just on a, on a physical air can be dangerous. You know, you're going to an unknown environment where sex is on the table much faster and more openly than it normally would with a group of like-minded people. They've already, you two have outlined it. There's just a lot of unknown expectations, a lot of nerves, a lot of, will I be found attractive myself? Will I connect? Like there's, this is a lot of insecurities. This is a trust fall exercise, except with sex. Exactly. And even if you are put into an environment where you both find yourself attractive and find other people attractive, will there, will you perform? 
will you um i mean i don't have a dick so i don't i don't need to have that physical manifestation of horniness but i you know i i i found similar um similar confidence questions arising will i be able to perform will i like know will i know what to do in an unknown situation right and no matter how much sex you've had it's very different when other people are watching you have sex from across the room because all of a sudden you start thinking about angles and just (laughs) what does my body look like it helps to already have have treaded some experience in this it always helps to have a partner friend people to go with and you know communication patterns we always have an exit strategy um if i just yell we've got to buzz the tower vicky knows it's like i gotta get out of here he's he started his top gun references she might not know which one it is but she'll get it she's like that's the one she's like mid penetration with four men around her and she's like "Ugh, gotta go was that top gun anyone know slaps one of them he comes she leaves damn it that was top gun all right (laughs) we arrived to the orgy which was just a friend's house, very nice looking, in and a lift, and at the exact same time as three other people that were also definitely headed to an orgy. Said as three people headed to an orgy, you know, from the dress, the tension, the slight look of public shame, we could tell. <laughs> the, reluct- the reluctance to admit exactly what we were doing when we realized the other party was doing exactly the, what we were doing. The we mild t- eye contact. <laughs> just... <laughs> Even within three feet of both parties arriving at the same doorstep, we weren't, we, none of us, none we of us. We were just in such denial that, that we were all going to the same place. We it's were like, all probably just, in, in retrospect, contact. in retrospect, we were all just so nervous. When the host opened the door, he thought we had all come together. We had not. We had <laughs> we never just, met. We just walked right up, fashionably late at the same time. A semi-awkward exchange of hugs, and we were invited in. No password this time, or... Young man to whip. A table set up with alcohol. There was soft lighting and sexy people. Along with, and this is something they provided, a library for placing valuables, phones, and extra clothing. Yeah, they had mentioned the library in the email. I was thinking like an office. This was an actual library with shelves and shelves. I was impressed. I felt like Beauty and the Beast. They had books. None of the books sang, though. That would have been awesome. Soon after we arrived, around 17 people had accumulated inside the living room, kitchen, and outside space. Flirting, excitement, a lot of attraction were in the air because this was very quickly assuaged our concerns about attraction, including a group of four, Jack and Paige, Ashley and Travis, four people we're still friends with and play with some of them today, and at the time were just sexually stunning strangers. Great flirting, right? They, The four of them arrived at the same time, and I have such a vivid memory of turning to Vicky at this point, like gaping, open-mouthed, being like, boy, were we wrong about our regarding our fear that we wouldn't be attracted to anyone at this party and that they would be in our realm of sexual attraction. Like, holy shit. They came through the door and, like, seriously, if you look at me, like, I'm demonstrating right now, like, 
<laughs> jaw, jaw to the ground. Yeah. Audio podcast, but I do. I think people can hear what you're doing with your face. It's like a it's cartoon open. character. Yeah. Tongue falls out. Also, eyes a little, bulge. a little drool was probably coming from. One I'm surprised side. you didn't like, pop out like an auga. A little, a little salivation probably. And Vicky like probably turned to me and was like, "Pull your shit together, Hannah." <laughs> Hey, I was in the same boat. I was just so pleasantly surprised by, yeah, just the level of attractiveness that was going on at this party. And that wasn't even just, like, restricted to the foursome that arrived together that we ended up having an excellent night with. Like, it was... Multiple people. Everyone. Multiple, yeah, I was yeah. having a conversation with two strangers. She was British. He was cute. It was Right. Everybody just seemed very... Um, you know, around our age, attractive, open-minded, and easy to talk to. It's like, what more? What more could we have hoped for? The punch was excellent as well. They had a nice punch that you could have contributed to, just <laughs> per, and it was rum-based and lovely. And this is another detail that I was struck by when you arrived. When we arrived, it was so similar to a regular house party that you would just walk in. You know, there were there were um alcoholic beverages there was mingling it, it just felt very natural it didn't feel I kind of built it up in my head as something that would feel super unnatural like something I'd never been to before and like we'll get to that later and I but, am but upon arrival it was pretty it's pretty natural and I am proud to say that I was the first one to drop a giant glass of the punch all over the kitchen floor <laughs> which was a award. great icebreaker with the host is <laughs> this is like first naked first drink it happens at everyone i'm usually patient zero i think i was the third on this particular night but it's an equalizer it's but no like, one remembers oh, the you, third person oh you dropped it's drinks? just the first it's person i dropped drinks person. <laughs> i made it okay for everyone else to drop their drinks so part one was how we got to this moment this moment is obviously the next phase of this is we're just going to leave and not tell you anything about the actual <laughs> kidding part two of this story is playtime so that's all the questions on how we got here a date some friends people we trusted an environment we trusted um a plan to get out of there if we needed it and we're on our way and inside a really cool orgy no pressure by the way at no point was anyone pressuring us during this flirting not that we needed it by the time we get to part two. Playtime reads sex time, orgy story audience. The house was divided into three spaces. Upstairs, living room, and kitchen. That was for mingling, flirting, drinking, and chilling. Outside for smoking and trampolining. And not all orgies have trampolines, but the good ones do. Oh, my favorite sentence of this whole episode. <laughs> it's an orgy story commercial. For Orgy Story, we need those five-star reviews on iTunes. Give us a share. Tell a friend. Write an abstinence-only education group in your community for retraining. I don't know if it's going to work, but I applaud the effort. Orgy Story needs you. Now back to the show. The downstairs space is set up for complete orgy perfection. A huge open space, a bathroom with a shower, an L-shaped couch for some booty ambushes, and another mattress set up in front of a television with just an amazingly sexy slideshow. Back when Tumblr wasn't run by 16th century Puritans, 
you could put really loving personal adult stuff. They did a compil like a compilation of the things that they posted to each other, the hosts, and put it on a slideshow for our enjoyment. It was a nice personal touch. That's a really awesome, intimate detail that I was not aware of. Um, and also, to be totally fair, I was not aware of the slideshow at all throughout the night, period. <laughs> I was focusing on other things. <laughs> I'm sure it was great, though. Much like where your crotchless panties would end up. You weren't focused on it. You just weren't worried about it after the night had started. I did get them back, though. Music, mattresses, and sexy people. It's Playtime Orgy Story audience. Playtime started with a couple upstairs, and then several of us went downstairs, but first it was just this couple upstairs in the kitchen, one of them completely naked, getting pleased by her partner, and the funny thing about memory is that none of us can agree on who this couple was. All three of us have a different idea of who this couple was, which is really funny. I thought it was like the kinky goth couple. I thought... I, I remember them being foreign and having sexy accents. And I just remember her lingerie being really awesome. I don't remember a goth couple. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> Memory is great, but that's a different podcast. I think she had a, I think she had a pixie cut. Yeah. A couple. Uh, we go into the basement shortly after they begin playing. We follow them down. They take up on the mattress. Um, we went down with just another two guys we had kind of hit it up with and that British woman. And this is when uh, Vicky becomes the first member of our party to start shedding clothes. Yeah, I had a skirt on, which apparently nobody liked because they all wanted it off. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> I also proclaimed, I was like, you have to feel her breasts as we got her half naked because, you know, compersion's a real thing. These tits, though. Yeah, that does help. Yeah, I even said something like that. But we, as we went down there, we also unloaded our, our bag, which had condoms, some toys, and a huge vibrator. And one person gasped. They're like, oh, man, you, you two are fucking serious about this. We're like, well, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking orgy. Gotta be. <laughs> gotta bring the noise. Like, we're bringing toys. I brought toys as well, but my moment my moment where other people realized that I had brought this this bag full of fun shit came way later. I was still trampolining. Oh, what? <laughs> it's just <laughs> out there jumping. Hannah burned a thousand calories before she even got <laughs> to the sex part. You could tell who had, had recent knee surgeries. Like I wasn't getting on that trampoline. It was all in the name of good flirting. I wanted to be able to make it down and up those narrow steps. We were with a few guys, and this is where the first play session starts. It morphs into Vicky and three guys. Yeah, well, thanks to Kevin having multiple people feel my breasts, I ended up in the middle of three guys for about 30 minutes. Just completely found my element that night. <laughs> Just it, something about this group of guys, everybody was pretty female-pleasing, so we all just kind of gathered around and started seeing two safe sex and Vicky's orgasms. Yeah, I think I was riding someone while two other guys were just surrounded exclusively for my pleasure, like strategically placed around me. It was, yep, definitely in my element there. I'm enjoying that because I'm getting to kind of maestro it. Where's Hannah? Creak, creak, 
Jumping on the epic trampoline. <laughs> I was jumping still. on the trampoline in their backyard. How but could I not have taken advantage of this? We're downstairs having a blast, kind of meeting some new friends, uh, obviously doing what we're explaining, you know. And Via one of the sex. one of the things about orgies we've noticed is it takes a few more guys than girls, just out of performance wise, for this type of straight by orgy. And in particular, there was maybe six or seven guys downstairs now at this point and two ladies. So ladies are just kind of getting pleasured pretty seriously. And it's stunning. There's great mood, good purple haze lighting. How do you find out H town that it's time to come in? Well, I missed you guys. I noticed that, uh, in all of my trampolining glory upstairs, uh, that my good pals, Kevin and Victoria were nowhere to be found. But seriously, I was upstairs, uh, flirting with, Jack and Paige and Ashley and Travis because I think the five of us and I'm sure you two had moments with them like this previously in the night but the four the five of us were had this kind of unspoken understanding that we were gonna fuck each other and we were almost like building up the sexual tension until like we had to go downstairs and act on it Hannah describes it as unspoken she had screamed it at them like six times (laughs) we're gonna fuck (laughs) can't wait to fuck you guys Meanwhile, really subtly unspoken. They just nodded and knew. We get off. We get off the trampoline, and I'm like breathing heavily, and I'm like, (laughs) "You came down in someone else's shirt. Like you weren't even wearing your clothes by the time you came downstairs." Well, I wanted to. I expressed wanting to take off of off my dress, but I had didn't bring any other layers, and so Paige had a flannel, and I was like, "Yo, give me that." (laughs) She gave me. I wore the flannel over my lingerie, but I was having a really good time flirting upstairs we were hanging out on the kind of like deck patio area outside by the trampoline and I mean I I love flirting I love this like quote-unquote courting process if you will like it's just so fun to know that you have the opportunity to fuck somebody and to just like stare at them and be like it's coming it's coming you came downstairs like an 80s action movie star (laughs) <laughs> you, you just like in slow motion, a wind machine hit you. It's like, she's my Jerry Pie. You just came down hilariously I, in the most blissful way I've ever seen. High fiving yourself. <laughs> and you come down to just seeing, you know, part of the cast here just getting tagged, like almost four guys around three guys I barely even remember how I entered the downstairs area because I was so like my memory is so flooded with how I remember you two on the king-sized mattress downstairs like I just I walked downstairs and I looked to my right and next to the L-shaped couch was a king-size mattress, and Vicky was in the middle of it, being pleased by at least three men. Kevin was standing above them or kneeling and basically just looking at his partner being like, holy shit, this is, this is quite something. This is amazing. And then you went directly to the corner with Jack Page, Travis and Ashley. Actually, it was like a Page and Ashley combo at first, which yeah. was super hot. Just three ladies over in the corner. The next two hours would be a rampant Dionysian orgy. A basement burning man with more couples and singles coming downstairs and joining. This was an unbelievable first play session the play sessions happened in three acts this was act one it was about two hours 
it was exquisite. And at multiple points, I just kind of looked out and kind of got lost in being in a fantasy. I still see it as a fantasy. This was actually my first threesome with two ladies. It, it was amazing. It's time for act two. No, you're great. You crushed it. Okay. It's time for act two. You don't need to know Hannah well to know she has a fantasy and a particular porn affection. She really seems to enjoy watching two guys fuck. You don't even have to know her well. Just casually be around her. You'll get it. I like dicks, okay? I like when dicks interact with dicks. That's it. (laughs) As do I. I asked Devin, host of the party, to fuck me. Uh, Anally, if you're not quite sure what that means. He did, and within minutes, the entire group at the orgy was in a semicircle just watching a fantasy victoria ran to get hannah hannah was double-sided dildoing ashley ashley came and hannah came running because by guy sex or guy on guy i guess is it's a huge turn on to most people especially in this world it's definitely a huge turn on to me and i knew hannah had never actually seen it live before so Sorry, Ashley. Anna, you got to come see this. There had been a time previously when I was playing with Kevin and Victoria and we had another man over at their house and I uh, had already fallen asleep and I missed the male on male action and it haunts me to this day. I so Vicky obviously knew that <laughs> and <laughs> came running to get me and I was uh, like, I was like, hold that thought. Can you just please tell Kevin to wait five seconds while I finish up here? And then I'll just wander on over. By wander, you mean like sprint. All right, <laughs> good. fine. I sprinted, okay? Always good to check. Vicky not ending the relationship because of my gayness? <laughs> no. Perfect. Uh, when he finished, I was immediately playing with Ashley, who was noticeably turned on by the events. Twelve people, give or take, were having sex within a mattress and couch-shaped living room amount of space. I remember... Getting bumped by Paige, she was coming so hard, she headbutted me. I looked down to see it was Vicky who was pleasing her. It was me. I would ask to feel Paige. She didn't respond, so I assumed no. I would later find out she didn't hear me due to the aforementioned intense orgasm she was having. She would later say yes. Part three, the third act of playtime, the last throes of passion. Hannah would get numbers because she's genius myself and vicky would stick around until 5 a.m i was having sex in the kitchen far past my bedtime 4 a.m is usually too late to be having sex not on orgy night but we had sex when we got home even after it was ridiculous it was lovely the orgy was a unanimous success that even led to a next day impromptu meeting by the three of us to brag about our previous night You just got to hear a much more refined version of basically that conversation that happened the next day. Final thoughts on playtime for this particular orgy. I think we've gotten specific enough about what happened. The double-sided dildo really came in handy. Props to you. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think that a theme of my night was the experiences that I had to got to share with some really beautiful women. I, um, at one point, was just downstairs with Ashley and Paige and the three of us enjoying each other was just lovely. Um, Vicky and I would have a moment later in the downstairs, beautifully granite, (laughs) granite ornated uh, bathroom downstairs. And that was 
also lovely. And she were in the bathroom. Nope, nope, not with this butt. Nope, you keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we in the shower a bit. Some things I didn't know about. Yeah, we uh, had a moment in the downstairs shower. It was, it, uh, I think we, we both just turned to each other and we were like, oh my God, look at this beautiful shower. Look, we, at how, look at this tile. Should we hook <laughs> up in here? <laughs> and um, and yeah, and like Kevin, you and Devin, that was, it was, I, I'm going to go ahead and venture to say that that was a dream come true for me to watch Devin fuck you, to watch both of your faces, the expressions of satisfaction and wow yeah wow I mean I'm I'm struggling to come up with more than how I felt more more on how I felt other than like jaw-dropping intense emotion yeah and sometimes it's hard to even describe because it's such sensory overload at times yeah that even things get a little hazy for me I know it was just so much fun and so amazing and so sexy and I remember parts of it (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, some things get so hazy because of everything that's going on around you. It's hard to pinpoint specific moments that, you know, it was all just it was was a great fucking orgy. I remember when I came down in the 80s movie that Kevin described (laughs) that that kind of sense, I was talk I was I was hooking up with Ashley and Paige and then my next memory that I have just jumps to me Ashley and Paige and Travis and Jack just on the ground together on the queen size mattress area to the left and like with four people pleasuring me all at once like from how how I got from my little threesome moment with Paige and Ashley to that moment where I was on the ground being pleased by four different people looking over at Kevin and Vicky in the distance coming just continuously coming <laughs> like don't ask me I don't know <laughs> I but uh, yeah we left the orgy most of us not remembering the times or rides we left those details were lost in a thousand memory night with much more important things to try and hold on to no orgy any of us attended had compared to this. And we all left w- with a thought that we want to do this. We want to go to more of these. We want to host one. Passionate to the point where we would even talk about podcasting, about hosting one, which is a great teaser for next week's episode. Coming up next week first thing we ever recorded a very special pre-orgy conversation recorded one hour before we had guests arrive here's a clip Consent, consent is a part of this. I think the pressure, one of the things that scares people about orgies, yeah. is like, what if I don't perform? Uh-huh. It's like, that's, no, you're missing what's fun about this. It's like, what if I don't win cornhole at a backyard barbecue? <laughs> no one cares. There's a whole party of people having sex. It's about the atmosphere. And at right. Least right. And you can do whatever you goddamn want. And, and if nobody you want to play shit. cornhole in our kitchen, well, there. you know, I could set right. that up. We're, <laughs> we're going to skate right past. Uh, some things. <laughs> There's a level of maturity that's difficult when the title of the podcast is Orgy Story, and we will not be maintaining it. And we'll see you next week.
Oh, yeah, you'll also get to hear our invitation that we sent to people coming to the party. So how could you not tune in?